I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to this week's Must Hear Music podcast. I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschitz. What's up, man? As well as special guest, John Norris. How are you, man? Thank you so much, John, for sitting here. Of course, in for Erica. With us, sitting in for Erica. Uh, are you a listener? Are you a listener, John? I'm, I, I'm a big listener. I've, oh, no I, way. I, was, I listened last week. No I enjoyed way. the shout out to Voltaire last week. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah. I was, it was nice. I figured it. this is the like the academic podcast <laughs> before. Yeah. I feel like wow. you've said the academic I'll, podcast I'll, and everyone just stopped listening <laughs> right after that. They're like, oh, this is not what I was hoping to listen yeah, to. Yeah, I wanted to talk about pop music. Not, <laughs> yeah, you know. I want some Voltaire. Um, anyways, but let's uh, let's dig into... I feel like we have to start because she's Madonna. Got to start with Madonna. So this is. Does she one have of, something going on this week? Yeah, Madonna <laughs> uh, is kind of under the radar album. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, so anyway. So Rebel Heart finally dropped after uh, you know the leaks last December, and then she released six songs, and then released another three songs. So today we got the full album, which was an additional ten songs, I believe. And I'm a huge Madonna fan, but I'm, I'm not gonna lie. A lot of the new ones I found. A little tepid, a little not so interesting. Really, I thought you were in on. We've talked about some Madonna songs on the show, and you're like, "Hey, yeah, no, there's." I would say there's a lot on Rebel Heart that I really like. Like okay. five songs that I'm really, really into. Um, some Me too. The, I wonder. Uh, yeah, I'm just curious if if we have the same. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, well, we'll find out. Okay. The one I, I put for this <laughs> is the Nas. Stay tuned. Collaboration. Yeah, don't touch the tease. That's known as a tease. <laughs> um, is uh. Veni Vidi Vici, and it's the one she did with Nas, which leaked a while back, but the official version just came out this week. And I think it's one of the best ones of the new songs we've got. It's uh, it's a it's a weird song. It, it finds Madonna lyrically like looking back and name checking a bunch of her past hits. Certainly not the first time she's done that. But I think the most interesting thing is she. This is a song that kind of combines acoustic folk and pop music, which she did on American Life, and which pretty much no fans enjoyed. Yet she's yeah. doing it on this song, and I think it sounds fantastic. And then, you know, there's Nas rap, so hip-hop gets thrown into the mix. <laughs> I think this is like a throwback to American Life that somehow actually works. But what, what do you guys think of it? Uh, yeah, I hear, I hear you on the combination um, the, that, that makes the track. And um, I, I guess I like it a lot because I love the melody. I love the hook melody, and I think it's really sweetly sung in a way that we haven't don't hear from her much anymore um uh, it is definitely one of my favorites on the record um and of course the aspect of it that everyone is 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 
going back to is the, un, I guess, unexpected thing about the track that from somebody who is profoundly unnostalgic, non-nostalgic. Yeah. Um, uh, Jason, you don't know this about me, but Joe knows that I'm probably the only, the, 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 the one less nostalgic person on earth uh, after Madonna, you know, I mean, <laughs> this is true. Yeah, I, 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 so I, I definitely, you you're not into the, like the, it's the 15 year anniversary of Will Smith's Big Willie stuff. No, and if someone asked me again, what was it like to report on Kurt Cobain dying or, you know, oh, man. what's Madonna like or what was it like the first time Britney was on TRL? But anyway, I literally, I we digress. to know, I literally asked like 10, like 10 minutes ago. I was like, yeah, TRL. What was that like? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I, TRL was fun. But so, no, but I, I do, I do, <laughs> I, I do think it's interesting that she chose to like do this sort of like kind of re rap recap, you know, referencing everything from Borderline to Justify My Love to to Vogue to uh, Like a Prayer, um, in kind of a wistful way. And wistful, man, you don't get wistful very often from her, right? Yeah. And uh, so I think that was a nice, different look, you know? It is, yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm not sure about Nas's place on this track. And, and I agree with you guys that I enjoy the melody and I enjoy what Madonna brings to it in, in terms of her approach to the lyrics. But I'm not sure, you know, I like to play devil's advocate a lot on this show, I feel like. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, happen. ah, you know. Uh I feel like he's a little laid back. I, I feel like if he went like really fiery, it would have sounded off. But he's also in a reflective mood. Yeah, I he think was it, like, yeah, thematically, like they, yeah, they're both kind of yeah. talking about like coming from nothing in New York to obviously yeah. massive success. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's a good track. I'm not sure if it needs the whole Nas intro and then verse, but I enjoy it. What were I'm curious. So, what were the other ones you really liked on the new one? Ghost Town is probably one of my favorites. Uh, Ghost Town really grew on me. I have to say the first time I was not into it, but I've really come to like it a lot. Uh, Living for Love, I think, is yeah. incredible. Yeah. Um, I like Bitch and Madonna a you lot. Do? Do? It's ridiculous, <laughs> wow. but I have to say it's like okay. I used it as like a pump-up song last Saturday. I was going uh -huh. out later than I usually go out, and mm -hmm. so I needed something to get like excited, and it worked like, and perfectly for that. Bitch and I put on Bitch and Madonna. <laughs> um, You're a great guy, Jim. <laughs> I, that I am, but but other ones, yeah, like the, some of the things. Joan of Arc, what do you think of that? Mm, Not little, so much. A little yeah. too slow, yeah. maybe. Some of the other ones, like the Holy Water, where she's using That's, Holy Water as a metaphor for yeah. oh yeah, for vaginal juices. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel just like. like he said it, not I, us. I, I said it. Um, and like she's talking about how Jesus loves her, you know. X Y Z. Is it? Ye she says Jesus or Jesus. She says Jesus. Oh, okay. As in Kanye. It's just, I feel like it's almost just like being transgressive, just to be transgressive. Like. Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's a little trying too hard, maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, because she, you know, the thing is, she didn't do that back in the day. Yeah. You know, she, for all the buttons she pushed back then, using the language she uses. <laughs> now I sound like my dad, but like I, using the language she uses on that track was just some. She didn't really do yeah. that so it's sort yeah. of like a little over the top i thought yeah. but yeah anyway. i haven't heard the whole album yet so i don't want to say what my favorite songs are but i like i like living for love and it's it's kind of i mean it's a little spectacular how poorly that song has done like it's she performed it on like the grammys and the brits and like it's a madonna single it hasn't been on the hot 100 like it like yeah. it's not even like in like a top 20 hit it's like just nothing and I, i'm curious as to what uh, what do you guys think should be a, a future single 
I mean, this I, one, I think. You know, yeah, maybe, no, I think yeah. I think this one is probably the next best shot. I feel like um, the last like big look she had on the charts was "Give Me All Your Lovin," which I think was uh, peaked yeah. at ten, which was a big assist from Minaj and MIA. I don't think they made the song, but I think they helped the song get to top ten. Yeah, and I feel like similarly, Ugh. Nas will help this. Like two artists will help this. Like jump up the charts it's sad though yeah i feel like living for love is a much better song than yeah give me all your love and it really should be in the top 20 yeah. i don't know why it's not getting well, you know. guys being more chart oriented would be able to tell me is is nas the kind of chart bait you might you know say yeah, that, prob- that probably yeah. not no. <laughs> yeah but it's better than nothing I guess. <laughs> wow <laughs> Which is, well i mean uh, it's either like a di- nas is a genius you know who's <laughs> the huge the biggest chart bait now mike tyson oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's oh, true exactly. yeah it's basically like rihanna taylor swift Mike mm-hmm. Tyson. So yeah, yep. <laughs> Do you know, is Veni Veni Vidi Vici? Is it a is that a dip, is that a Wesley Pence track Diplo, or is that um, a? Uh, I don't I, know I don't actually. Know. I can't. I'm not sure. Up. I didn't mean to. I'm not. I wasn't trying to stump you. I don't know who okay. produced it. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, but anyways, now that I've flubbed that, let's uh, let's no, listen no, to I'll, it. Wow, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm <just> <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's listen. It's uh, Madonna featuring Nas Veni Vidi Vici. Uh-huh. Same like yesterday, I was a baby on the street, I took a holiday, I was stepping to the beat, I had to pay my rent, on the low. Alright, that was the new Madonna, or one of the new ones. Uh, next up, this is a John pick, it's Will Butler of Arcade Fire, the younger Arcade Fire uh, brother, who has a solo album called Policy, and uh, the song we're going to highlight is Son of God, but let's, let's just talk about the uh, the album. Yeah, I, I mean, it's an interesting record, um, I don't know that everybody that the world was necessarily clamoring for a Will Butler solo record, but um, for whatever reason, he wanted to do one. And it's, I think it's interesting. It's a, it's, I think it's a, it's a short record. I think it's a 28 it's, minutes, yeah, right? 28 Something minutes. like that. Yeah. Um, and really modest, com- you just sort of uh, unassuming record compared to certainly reflector. Uh, and that the whole over the topness of that, not just record, but production. Um yeah. And it's got a lot of variety on it, I think, too. I mean, there's a couple of these kind of um, almost sad sack piano ballads, Mm -hmm. um, Finish What I Started, which, like, I could almost, with a different voice, hear, like, Stephen Merritt singing it, like a Magnetic Fields type Mm -hmm. song. Um, And and then you've got this sort of rockabilly opener, Take My Side. Um, Anna, which is the song that people have probably heard the most, is really super up-tempo. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, that's great. and then this one, and then Son of God, I, I read the other day Will saying that it was actually an, a, a hymn, a legitimate hymn that thematically inspired it, a hymn that had to, that I, that I wasn't familiar with, which is shocking because I'm really a pretty, pretty religious Church guy. Church music academic. I, I am. Um, uh, but that it was a hymn that sort of talks about putting everything in God's hands because you know you're going to screw it up. I, like a, something in life where I'm just... I, I, I'm so convinced that I'm going to mess this up that I'm just sort of putting it all in your hands. Uh, and that, that was kind of the idea that he started from on this song. Um, but I also think it's got a little bit of that, you know, when when Arcade Fire have done religion, have touched on religion in, um, uh, in, in for instance, Neon Bible or, or that uh, Antichrist uh, television, blues, television, television blues, blues, which yeah. is one of my 
unsung favorite songs from I think that all band. of the unbible is yeah. kind of underrated right yeah. like that's always that's the true. one that's all because like fu- like and I'm sorry this is going off on a tangent but like funerals the first like the the classic the suburbs is like the big commercial one mm-hmm. that one album sure. of the year and then reflectors the dancey one I feel like neon bible is like they just don't really know what to kind of do with it they don't play that many songs mm-hmm. at their shows anymore but like I love those songs those the songs are great anyway it's true no no I I, I hear you yeah um, so and you know he's a he's a he's a smart guy and he's got I think he's got a lot to say on a lot of things but including spirituality and religion and um, and I don't know and then I've heard, I've, seen, I've read a couple of Talking Heads comparisons on some of the tracks in this record too and I and I hear a little bit of that on this maybe yeah I can cut yeah it's it's weird I think this particular song definitely sounds closer to Arcade Fire or at least old Arcade Fire than anything else on the album and I do think it's one of the best ones on it. That being said, I think the strong point of the solo record is the diversity that you're talking about. Like um, Anna, which is the second track, like combines both synths and kind of like a, I don't know, like early 80s kind of horn riff that almost makes me think of Roxy Music and their like mature, you know, yuppie stage basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like Son of God, it just has a really great kind of driving energy to it. The backup vocals sound very much like an early Arcade Fire song, so I feel like this is a great entry point for people who like Arcade Fire and who, you know, maybe, like like you mentioned, maybe aren't clamming for a Will Butler solo album, mm-hmm. yet there is a lot to offer here. I think the only things I really don't care for are the, the slower kind of piano ballads. Yeah, I'm surprised that he had songs like that in him, you know? I'm, it's interesting, you know, um, those slower ones, but... Um Something's Coming also I liked a lot because it seems to have a bit more of that funky-like sort of reflector-friendly um, feel to it. But mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, yeah no, I, I'm, it's it's always interesting, a project like this to me, because I always wonder if it helps or hurts him that he's one of the dudes from Arcade Fire because it's like, on the one hand, he's going to get more exposure for this solo project. It's on Merge Records. You know, it's it's gotten a... a a little bit of an, a push to the indie blogs, but at the same time, like how many people are going to write it off that like, ah, uh, it's this solo album from this random dude in arcade yeah. fire. Like, ah, it's just a, it's just a solo project. It's not even like, it's not a, a project on its own where mm. this, this album actually does have some really interesting merits to it. And like you said, like I, I totally agree with you guys that the most interesting thing about it is how diverse it is. It's, 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 it, it, there are things that appeal to a lot of different, rock listeners on this album um and yeah i kind of agree that the slow songs are yeah a little bit skippable but i i think when he kind of lets himself loose a little bit and and kind of delves into something more up tempo it's it's a fun listen yeah i would agree with that i think there's you know if this was just a newcomer fresh face we had no idea who this was the blogs would be a lot more excited about it and be like, oh my God, here's this really promising yeah, and that's record the, and that's from the thing. And that's the thing. But I think, I mean, even me, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, Arcade Fire solo album? Eh. But like listening to it, it is incredible. It's always it's always interesting when like the, the solo project comes out. And like, I mean, the most successful one recently is is Bleachers, I guess, with the, because uh, especially because it sounds so different and it had mm-hmm. such a big single but like you think about like remember like that jim james album the my yeah. mommy jacket guy it's just like it's it's stuff like that is always like oh it's solo project like yeah, i'll come back to my morning jacket in a year and that, and that, that is that a fantastic album i love yeah. that one similarly like eleanor friedberger's solo career from fiery furnaces yeah i think she's brilliant but it, it's also it certainly has not gotten the same attention exactly that a proper fiery furnaces album would yeah so. it's true where are fiery, fiery furnaces 
I don't know. I he he did one. This is a tangent, but he did one solo it's album. A, she has two. Damn it! I want to know. I have no idea. You know, I'm not sure what either. the story is with that. But you know, for obviously anyone um, who's seen Arcade Fire live, Will is like. I remember the first time I ever saw them live. <laughs> I was like, this is. I, I mean, obviously, Regine is a unique presence. Wynn has his own sort of unique thing. I'd never really seen a band like that before. And but then there's this like maniac climbing the walls and I was like I was just drawn to him the whole time and I think every time I've seen them I just feel like he just brings something different and that lightens the mood a little bit maybe always of that band and I and um uh yeah Uh, but this 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 record is less manic in a way than you Mm -hmm. might expect I guess yeah well let's uh let's give a listen to it Will Butler son of God from his album Policy Right, that was Will Butler. Next up, let us look at uh, another indie pick. This is a Jason one, Joanna Gruesome. Yeah. Song is awesome. right. Honestly Do Your are you, Worst. Are you a fan? Oh, I love them. Yeah, love them. They're great. Yeah, so cool. Um, <laughs> I don't really have much else to say about that. This song is... <laughs> All right, yeah, is, move uh, on to the next song. Have you... Uh, so I, I, I got a... Uh, I was fortunate enough to, to hear their new album, Peanut Butter. Um, Which I love that title because I yes. love peanut butter. Yes, <laughs> and... <laughs> I mean, and this, I'm a, this whole allergy thing. I'm old enough that I'm like, we never had this. When I was a <laughs> we kid, didn't have peanut allergies <laughs> in my day. I don't remember those. So We're, I'm old enough to say, hey man, <laughs> I'm sure like, I, that's like the hottest take on this podcast ever. Like, yeah, peanut anti peanut allergies. Come on, um, <laughs> that's making up for Voltaire. Yeah, We're yeah, trying, yeah. To, trying to play we, to the people. We touch upon the <laughs> hot issues around the must hear music project. Yeah, no, I mean so. I love what Joanna Gruesome is doing, and I picked this song because I think that people are going to love this second album that's coming out. I think it's coming out in June, and what they do on this song and what they do on the entire album is is create so much fuzz and then swoop out of it so elegantly into this beautiful kind of restrained melody, and... I've never seen Joanna Gruesome live, but I cannot wait to see them pull off these songs live because I've heard they're amazing. And um, yeah, there's nothing else to really say. I mean, they, they're just getting better. They're more. They're getting more polished. And these songs, like the, it, it just when these songs connect. This is the second song on the album. It's just so mesmerizing to me. So uh, yeah, glad to hear you're a fan, John. I was. Yeah, I, was, I like them a lot. And I was really stu- uh, stoked to hear the the first track that came from this record yeah. like um about two months ago i guess called last year which is r- really super hard i mean hard edge for them and like um re- remind me like more of like perfect pussy than it did joanna yeah. gruesome you know but this one kind of splits the difference i feel like there's still the you know the melodic slumberland thing exactly going yeah on, you know? planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I just think I just think that what they're doing is what a lot of people are doing, but I think they're doing it better than most. That's that's kind of how that's I feel. True. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I feel like there's strong um, Amelia Fletcher vibes throughout their kind of sound. And, and I love that. I love most of her bands from Tallulah Gosh to Heavenly to Tender Trap. She's just, it's just such a, and so they like kind of have her sense of like twee and melody, yeah. but then lathered with, you know, really great noise rock at the same yeah. time. And I think what makes it work is that it's not just, and I don't want to name any names, but there are some bands that kind of do that combination of saccharine melodies and then noise but the noise seems like it's just an affectation like they Mm -hmm. actually rock out yeah like they know how to rock and so it sounds really good when it's combined totally so i'm i haven't heard the album i I like the title as well i have nothing against peanut allergies and uh (laughs) i think i love peanut butter that's what i have to say about the subject um so are you a joanna newsom fan I am. I am. I am. Joanna. It's funny because Joanna Newsom's like one of my five favorite artists. Oh, really? So like when I heard that they were. Yeah, I know. I know. But um, when I heard that there was a band called Joanna Gruesome, I was like, come on, guys. But that but now I'm like, I'm all in on the title or on the band name now. I just there's so many title artist names, band names that I've sort of done that on. I was. It's, this is like almost sacrilege considering how many times I've interviewed them. But back in 07, 08, I was like, Vampire Weekend? Yeah. Really? I was like. <laughs> it's just two words. It's like <laughs> right. a thing and a thing. And now they're together. Yeah. And we're yeah. Vampire Or weekend. like Chet Faker, like the yeah. similar oh, takeoff on. Sure. Sure. I'm always like, eh. but yeah, then you start to like them and you kind of forget about it. You do. Yeah. But it's also so indie. To, like Joanna Newsom is not a household name. And to start an entire <laughs> that's band. That's why I love it now. That's a now. takeoff on her. Yeah. Now I'm just. It's so insular. <laughs> but, uh, but let's listen to it. So Joanna Gruesome. Uh, honestly, do your worst. Okay, that was Joanna Gruesome. Next up, let's talk about a significantly less indie band. Uh, they go by the, by the name Mumford & Sons. Oh, they're pretty, come on. And uh, pretty, a little bit obscure. <laughs> uh, the, so they have a new song also out. Slumberland. Called Believe. And it's Daniel from Glass likes to think of Glass Note, I think, still as an indie. I think. I <laughs> yes. mean, yeah. I, I, yeah, believe, yeah. I believe he would. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally, no, no, man. I, sorry to, not to get all label in the, <laughs> the label weeds here, but. we've Hey, yeah. listen, we've covered peanut allergies. <laughs> we've covered Voltaire. Let's go into the label. Anyways. Let's go into the music label world. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, brush, brushing past the label talk. Yes. So their upcoming album is called Wilder Mind. And Jason, you wrote a, a really great piece on this for the website, so oh, I think I listeners should go check it out. Just yesterday, you know, right? Yeah. yeah, I did, but like it was just a thing. No, I, I, thought, I think I think you you know nailed it. Okay, maybe oh, wow. maybe Thanks, really guys. great was too far. Yeah, but I think yeah, it definitely wasn't. It was okay. Um, <laughs> it's it's interesting. This song, it's it's not that different from what they've done. 
in certainly structure, but the sound is is rather different because basically the banjos are kind of gone from the mix. Yeah. And in place we have kind of it's, it's electric guitar is overstating it, but there is an electric guitar. It's you yeah. know it's not wailing. Comes They're in later, right? Yeah. yeah. About two minutes in. But kind of that like atmospheric, maybe the edge esque guitar work. Similarly, the soundscape of this is is very different than what we've heard in the past. Like this is not a roots or Americana thing. It it really almost reminds me more of kind of like Brian Eno producing U2 or something yep. like that. But it, the song is is otherwise not terribly different from what they've done in the past. I think it's good. I, yeah. I don't know if I are want a full not, album are, of this. Are you not hearing Coldplay at least at the beginning? I yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear Coldplay yeah. too. But but yeah, let me let me toss it. To, so what what do you think? Yeah, what do you think, John? Oh, <laughs> Mumford and Sons. Um, I, it, it it yeah, it's a yeah, it's a sweeter sound. It's like I guess I was. I was not aware that I guess there's been a lot of advance word that this record was going to sound significantly different. And yeah. I know people have known that. Um, I just wasn't aware of it. And then I didn't hear it. Joe sent me the, the track today. And, and I also, I did read your great write up. Oh, thanks, um, and oh, no, it was good. Guys. And, uh, and um, I, I was kind of struck by how different it was. I, I um, you know, um, I, I kind of dug the video that's driving at night mm-hmm. kind of craziness. Um, uh yeah, I mean it's it's still a it's still a crowd pleaser in its own way, a different excuse me, different qu- kind of crowd pleaser. But it's not like they're they're looking to um, I think upset the the apple cart of right. success too much. Yeah, it's interesting because um, when I first heard this song, and I I um I, I've heard a couple songs from the Mumford and Sons album at this point, and when I first heard this song, I was um. I was really interested because I thought that they could go the way of Ed Sheeran with this album, which is that like, you know, they could go from more like a folk sound to something more poppy. Like they like Mumford and Sons works with Rick Rubin or Benny Blanco or something, something along those lines. But they're instead they're kind of doubling down on rock, which is interesting to me because rock is, you know, you know, you saw what like Imagine Dragons, you know, bands like foster the people we've talked about it a bunch of times on this podcast where it's just like it's so hard for a rock band to have that kind of sustained moment of popularity these days um so instead but yeah it's interesting to me that they're kind of going with a guitar heavy sound this uh, i i mean yeah i I compared it to coldplay and oasis in in my little write-up but it's it's interesting to me that um i i i don't mind this song at all like i i think that what Mumford and Sons want to do is because they don't really have hits like like Little Lion Man like was sort of a hit. It wasn't like a, a pop hit. Like th- they've never really had like crossover hits. They just I want. Think I will wait. Went into the public consciousness. I don't. I don't know if it, I don't know but, about that. But that like, would certainly be it. I don't. know. It would be the one probably that the most was heard outside of their. Yeah, I just yeah. I don't know, but like I, I think that they what they want to do in their career at this point is just make songs that sound awesome at festival shows and like yeah. across like huge sprawling fields on like a summer night. Like I think that's kind of what I think, and the rest of the songs that I've heard kind of play to that as well. It's like they want to make big big music that might not you know impact the charts, but like is just gonna keep that brand of like festival crowd pleasers going. Yeah, I think that's their I, bread and butter. I theorized this a few weeks ago about Imagine Dragons because they also had a Coldplay-esque song. Yeah. But, so now that Coldplay is, I think their next album the is their lesson. I really think. Now it's like there's just this 
mad dash for the finish line. Like which rock band that exists can turn themselves into, into the like Coldplay. the Coldplay mold to like take that throne yeah. and you know at festivals and on the charts or and, whatever. And I will say that people's hearts. Yeah, and I will say that this is the like so I've heard four songs. This is the most Coldplay by far. The other songs kind of sound more like the national like arctic monkeys and they and they that's worked cool. with um well, that's with, interesting yeah yeah it's very mm, much now, like now you've got my attention all right there you go <laughs> um, you've got the national you're talking one of the songs uh totally made me think of the war on drugs like it it's wow. very much in that Even kind of so. vein oh. yeah and cool. it's and the, but the thing is like i think it's interesting because the, it still sounds like mumford and sons like they still put like his voice at the forefront the the backing harmonies are right there again it's just electric guitar instead of banjo so mm. it's an it's it's gonna be an interesting project i think a lot of people are gonna like surprisingly dig it more than they think and i and i don't know if believe is the song to get them there but i think some of the some of the songs that are coming will so yeah all right well let's let's listen to it mumford and Sons. And Sons. Uh, next up, we're switching to another Norris pick. It's Courtney Barnett. Song is Pedestrian at Best. I didn't know we were playing this. I'm so happy. Yeah, I'm so yeah, stoked. Well, you, I know you I suggested I, it. I know I did suggest it, but I I thought you were because it's been out for a little bit, so I, I didn't know. If you, no, I, yeah. I mean the album is still coming up. The album yeah. is called Sometimes I Sit and Think and Sometimes I Just Sit, which is which is the best title. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I don't want to say too much about it. Uh, but you, what what do you like about? Well, this? I, it's it's one of my I. In the still young 2015, one of my absolute favorite tracks of the year. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, Courtney is just so. I, I can't say enough good things about her. I mean, she first got me obviously, as she did with many people, with Avant Gardner. This, this crazy song about an, anaphylactic shock out in the garden, and and it just like was like, man, I love this girl so much. This is like a year and a half ago, I guess, right? Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then this one is is more rocking and. Um, and I love the hook, and the video is my God. It's like, um, do you guys know the video with the clown in it, yes. and the carnival? Yes. For those who haven't seen it, it's essentially the idea is that she's a clown who was clown of the year two years ago, and now no one wants to have anything to do with her because all we want are the newest, shiniest, <laughs> freshest, youngest yep. clowns. It's so good. And as an old clown, I can <laughs> certainly relate. Um, uh, no, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just excerpt that yeah <laughs> um <laughs> this is going to be the title of the podcast it's going to be clown. john norris colon clown. i'm an old clown oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah well might as well um so anyway i i love her she's i i i know she's going to be one of the stories of south by next week just because everyone's so stoked for this record and um she's doing a lot of shows down there i think and um yeah, I, I think it's just uh, everything you said is is true. But it's just listening to this song, I'm just shocked how like incredibly wonderfully it rocks. Like I had heard her stuff before and mm-hmm. liked it, and it had a, a she has a really great deadpan sense of humor, very witty lyrics. But and you know, and, but her stuff was a little more laid back, and this like really kicks ass. And I'm so I can't I'm so excited for this mm-hmm. album for sure. I think she's only had two EPs out, maybe three EPs. Yeah. But so this will be yeah. her debut, and I'm just like, 
cannot wait to see what she's gonna do. Yeah, it, have you guys heard the the newest song released from this album is called Depreston? Uh, did you yes. guys hear yeah. that? That's great too. Yeah, yeah I, I've been too. a I've been a fan of Courtney for a a good amount of time, and I I was the guy at like Lollapalooza, like she played at like two o'clock, <laughs> and it was super hot, and I was like. Yeah, but I gotta see her, and so I saw her, and, and like they're just like the people. It wasn't a huge crowd, but there were so like they were so dedicated, they were so into her, and it was such a good show. I just think like yeah, I think she's gonna be like that indie darling of the year, like in the same way that like going back to War on Drugs, like was last year someone like a Saint Vincent. Like I just mm. think she's like everyone's gonna get behind this record. I really, really do. Yeah, the humor on it, and the kind of at least on this song, the half sung half spoken delivery right. reminds me a little bit of art brute do, do you ever yes, listen to them sure. back in the wow. day All right. sure. um it's just got that same like irreverent like wittiness to it so, wow um that's a good that's a good comparison I, I think yeah i think in the case of this track it's well done is. so shout out to art brute definitely you are. definitely um but yeah let's listen to it it's yep. just incredible courtney barnett pedestrian at best All right, that was Courtney Barnett. Our next and last song is Jason's pick, Meg Myers. Song's called Sorry. Oh yeah, all right, Meg Myers. Meg I always Myers. kind of forget what I picked for this. Yeah, show. it's always a surprise for Jason <laughs> what he picked. I'm always, I'm just always enthusiastic. Uh, yeah, so Meg Myers is is a singer songwriter on Atlantic, um, and she's always just put out really interesting stuff, in my opinion. She's sort of in this mode of angry pop rock in a way that like makes me think of Alanis Morissette and I keep waiting for her to put out like a pop song that really resonates but then it like and she hasn't yet and the more and more I listen I'm like maybe she doesn't need to do that maybe she's just can be like 2015 Alanis Morissette like I and I think Sorry is a great example of what she does best which is the songwriting is so tight she's you know has plenty of room to show off her vocals it's just like she goes hard and I appreciate what she does. Like you don't hear that much of this like major label like sneering as much as, as I would like to hear. I, I'm, I'm interested to see what you guys think because it's, it's an interesting project. Um, yeah. What do you think, guys? I feel like I've I listened to it and I walked away not totally knowing how to feel about it's the fair. artist. It's I fair. Like. Um, I, I just didn't know either way. Like there's definitely a singer-songwriter – element but it certainly has a pop sheen to it like it's more like yeah it sounds like it would be on a major label um i I guess i just feel like i I don't know and this this is really asking far too much of one listen or i guess i listened to it twice from one artist but i'm not really like sure what her vibe is or you know what's this what's her persona yeah um so i guess i i feel like i don't have enough information to compute but i like the song yeah i guess i don't know it's a is it fair to say, Jason, that it's a little less dark than some of the songs that she's known for in the past? Yes. I mean, what, what was it uh, Desire? Was yes, that the, yeah, the, the, the Desire was that yeah. was the one where she the video she was like she's it was in, like it was like SVU. Yeah, exactly. It was, like, right? it was like in the apartment and she's like floating and right. yeah, it was sexual, but it was also a kind of Black Widowish, exactly. right? Like, yeah, she did not sure if she wants to like do you or do you? Yeah, like, <laughs> do you? <win? laughs> um, and yeah, and I. I, I, I get the Alanis thing. I've seen other people compare it to Fiona Apple in the past, um, which I don't, she's not 
I'm not yeah, sure I, I feel like she's I quite as fragile that. as Fiona. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. What, the first time I ever saw her, you guys may think it's totally off, what she reminded me of a little bit more was like without the dudes, Amy Lee from Evanescence. <laughs> oh, okay. Bit, you know? All right. Um, I'm, hey, you're talking to a big I, Evanescence I, fan. Yeah. So. Um, um, not that she needs dudes around her. She doesn't need a band because I think her, what she does, her persona and and sort of what she's bringing to it is is compelling. It's it's pretty over the top for me, but um, at, you know, it, there's a lot of um, we were talking about you know Mumford earlier. There's a lot of bombast that I'm. It's kind of mm, I, I can. It, I, this is borderline for me, you know, whether yeah. like I, I, I can really get into it. Like it's a, definitely a big, big hook, you know, and um, so. I just think I mean, I think it's interesting that like she's hard to quantify and hard to kind of uh, sort, I guess. I mean, just saying like from Alanis to Fiona Apple to Amy Lee, like those are three very different artists. And I, it's interesting to me that she kind of evokes each of them in a very different uh way aspects and, of them yeah exactly yeah. i i just think like this is I, i'm not saying like this is a great great song i just think like she's an interesting artist like i'm very interested to see what happens with her and you know maybe it's not this project maybe it's the next one but i, I think she's worth watching what is on the horizon for her um well she had an ep last year i don't i think this is sort of like they're floating this song mm-hmm. out and and hopefully an album will come soon right. but i'm not sure so all right well, let's give it a listen. It's Meg Myers. Sorry. That was Meg Myers. That's all we got for this week. But John, Mr. Norris, uh, uh, yes. thank you so much for stopping by. Of course, it was so it's much great being fun here to have you guesting. Yeah, you know, it was super fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was a blast. Thanks, guys. And Jason. Hey, thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank uh, and just to you know, just because I want to be correct. Uh, yeah, debut out Meg Myers debut album out this summer. So no date yet. Okay. But, cool. So it's like, like I said, kind of floating it out, seeing what happens. Debut out. And anyway, John. Uh, yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks <laughs> for coming by. Yeah, it was super fun. Yeah. Yeah, we should do it again sometime. Definitely, that'd be great. All cool. right. Uh, and everyone out there. Th- have if you have any wrecks, please tweet them at us and uh, have a I'm good week. Tweet the, I'm gonna tweet so many wrecks. <laughs> <either, man. laughs> please don't. <laughs> All right, bye. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.